the gladiator mentality and people look at us like, oh, okay, really? Right, yeah, really. All right, let's do this. Diamond Envy Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler McComas. Diamond Envy is always brought to you by Cavens Group. Check Cavens Group out, cavensgroup.com. Back like we never left, huh? What's been going on, everyone? I've been uh, all in on a football season up to this point, but we had a battle series game, so I thought I might check in, see how everyone's doing, how everyone's handling the offseason. But come on, it's battle series time. Fall is officially here. We're back, kind of. We're kind of back when it comes to OU softball, but I'll take anything I can get. We'll take it, right? It's college softball, and it's the best program in the country playing amongst one another, which I like that. It's a very interesting version of it because it's best on best. Like Literally, it's the best team playing the best team. And this isn't, you know, some of the opponents that you've seen in the past during the fall, and no disrespect to any of the JUCOs that we've seen here previously, I played JUCO baseball. So it's cool for those kids to get the opportunity to play on Marita Hines Field, to play against the best softball team in the country. But this is this is best on best. This is Kelly Maxwell versus Jada Coleman. You know, this is this is uh, T.R.A. Jennings facing off against Carly Keeney, like situations like that. Like your best that's going to be in the circle, your best that's going to be in the plate. You know, we've seen matchups like that before with Maxwell and Coleman. We've seen that matchup, but that's been during critical games and critical moments during the regular season and postgame, not during the fall. So it's kind of nice during the fall to just be able to sit back. You know, your heart's not racing. Oh, two outs, bottom of the sixth inning, need a big hit here. You get to see good on good, and, and maybe it's a little bit more stress-free. I'm sure we'll get all the stress that we can handle during the season, so it's nice to be able to sit back during the fall and Watch some of the best in the circle face off against uh, some of the best at the plate. But, hey, it's awesome. Very basic observation of things on my part, but iron sharpens iron. That is still true, and I do think that Maxwell staring down that lineup is a big positive for her. And I think on the flip side, I think the best lineup, seeing not only Maxwell but this entire pitching staff, is another huge positive. Um, so everyone wins, and Patty is Patty's always evaluating. Always, always evaluating, always, you know, looking to see who can produce for her lineup come the springtime, who's going to be, you know, the starter at some certain spots where the position is open, always evaluating. And you think it's easier for her to evaluate when it's best on best like that during the battle series? Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. But that was a beautiful sight on Wednesday night. And I know some of you were tweeting and saying, oh, this is weird. It, 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 this is just, it's just odd. Kelly Maxwell in an OU uniform. I thought it was awesome. Like, <laughs> seeing her in an OU uniform in the circle gets me even more excited for the 2024 season because I know what she's about and I know what her skill level is. And I'm sure all the whining from a particular head coach made the moment a little bit more sweet for me. But welcome home, Cle Kelly. Glad to have you and happy to have you. On the roster as well. Wonderful Kenny G was uh, watching the battle series on ESPN Plus and whining and complaining like he has all off season. That's uh, that's how Kenny G's been spending his off season. Jeez, get over it, dude. Get over it, man. You've uh, you benefited from the transfer portal. You have. Sorry that Kelly wanted to come play for a team that's gunning for another national championship, but 
way that Kenny Gajewski has acted and some of the things he said off the, uh, this offseason, um, yeah, not, not, not a fan of that. But, hey, just, just to look at the entire team, I got to say, and surprise, surprise, I like this squad and I'm really excited about it. I think the depth in the circle is really exciting. Kirsten Deal is someone I'm really intrigued about right now. And, and of course, going into the season, I think it was a bit under the radar last year, but she really grew as a pitcher from the middle of last season to the championship run. I, I thought we got to a point, you know, late in the season and postseason where I felt very comfortable putting her in some big spots. I think that she really grew throughout the season. I think that that's a big deal because I think she has a really good chance of being a legitimate starter this year. And, I mean, she's going to have competition, of course. You've got Nicole May back. You've got Keeney. You've got SJ. You've got Peyton Monticelli. So it's not just set in stone that she's going to be the number one or the number two. But I, I really, really like the strides that she made last year. And I'm excited to see more of those strides and what strides she's made throughout the offseason and what she continues to do during the fall as well. But I think OU is going to be really good in the circle. Um, like Patty said on Wednesday, you can never have enough good pitchers, and I think that that's the spot that, that OU's in right now. They're going to have, I mean, let's think about it here. Obviously, Kelly Maxwell is going to be one of your, your biggest arms. Um, Kirsten Deal just mentioned her. Nicole May, Keeney, Monis. I mean, that's that's an easy five right there, and we'll see what happens for SJ Guerin, but at least five deep in the circle. It's they they've they've really kind of led the way in terms of establishing depth in the circle because softball for a long time was you have that one dominant pitcher and hopefully you have a solid number two that can perform well in big games as well. But the three three arm rotation that they had last year, and I think that even developed into a four arm rotation um, once you got Kirsten Deal going. But that's 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 Patty's that's Patty's path here moving forward. I, I just don't think that you're going to see any seasons with one elite arm and just two three behind her that are just okay. Depth in the circle, they saw the value of that last year. That's going to be uh that's going to continue to be a thing, uh for sure. So, like that a lot. Um so yeah, pitching I'm 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 good with. And of course the defense and the lineup as well. I I think that's going to be the real strength of the team. Now, replacing Grace Lyons will be tough. That's probably the question of the offseason, right? Her ability, her leadership at short a shortstop, that's just not that's not something that you can replace. You just don't replace that leadership. Like if you if you want to talk about you know just best individual leaders in the Patty Gasso era, Grace is going to be right there at the top, and and maybe even number one to be honest with you. So you got to replace the numbers, but you got to replace so much more than just those numbers when we're talking about Grace Lyons. But even with that, will OU still have the best offense and the best defense in college softball? I feel pretty comfortable saying yes to that. You know I. The defense is still going to be really good. The offense is going to be extremely potent. Yeah, I feel like OU is going to go into another season where we're talking about the best offense, the best defense. I, I know I know they're good in center field. I, I know they're definitely good in center field and great in the outfield as a whole with Riley Boone out there as well. But I think the real strength of this team is its offense and defense. And I just – I don't see that changing anytime soon. But the fun thing to think about is, you know, even with all the names and the faces that we know, young players will emerge. And, it, I mean, it happens every single year. You know, we see teams that we look at as just loaded going into a year, 
and someone emerges and has a big year. You think, well, where is a freshman really even going to fit in in this lineup? It feels like there's a known commodity at every single position. It doesn't matter. This program recruits at such a high level that someone or someones ends up coming up and having a big big impact, whether as a starter or maybe that first player off the bench. So, yeah, same thing this year. Who's it going to be this year? Who's going to be the transfer or the newcomer that emerges and breaks through in a loaded lineup? It's a good problem to have, but it is a loaded lineup once again. And as we speak of freshmen, like, let's talk about some. Like, first off, I, I really like this class. I'm no different from you in that regard. No different from Patty Gasso or any other uh, of the other coaches on the staff. But I really like this class. It's not just one above the rest or, 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 or two above the rest that you really like and think have a chance to contribute. It's all four. And, yeah, real shocking for a class that had all of its signees in the top 15, right? Real shocking that we're having this conversation, which is insane. And maybe we take that for granted that their entire class, I know it's just four players, but all in the top 15 is just silly. But it's the entire class, top to bottom. It's all good. Maya Bland hit a home run, and, yeah, I got excited on Wednesday. I think she has a real chance to be one of the stars of this program after Kinsey, TRA, and Jada leave because those are three of your biggest pieces for this year, right? Throw in Alyssa Brito, throw in Riley Boone, some known commodities coming back, some faces of the program. But once that group graduates, I'm looking at Maya Bland as I think she's in the conversation of the next group to lead the way and another one of those players that starts for three or four years in your program that it feels like they're there forever, you know? So we'll, we'll see how... She handles big spots this year because I think she'll be putting some. But the natural ability she has should get you excited. Really excited. And Cassidy Pickering, she also hit a home run. Number four player by extra inning softball. Uh, One of the MVPs on Wednesday. Great hitter. Saw that with the home run. But Patty really thinks she's excellent defensively. And again, another candidate for the next group of stars after this season. Feels like Pickering's a really a complete player. I mean, she demolished that ball that she hit out. And good luck keeping her out of the lineup this year. Like, I think she's going to make an impact. That's it's not a hot take by me. I feel really good about that one. But this this class, the way that I look at it now is like this class has the chance to be that next cornerstone group. Like Ella Parker, you guessed it. Like her a lot. She also homered. So like, how about that? Like the amount of true freshmen who played well on Wednesday is encouraging, it's exciting, it's not surprising, but all of it just gets you really excited for not only this year, but the future as well, because you've got some real cornerstone players leaving after this year, and I don't think anyone that dy- thinks the dynasty stops or the run stops after you lose T- uh, TRA, Jada, and uh, Kinsey Hansen, but it just gets you more excited about the future, that this is just going to continue to roll on even after, um, even after this year, uh, even after this season. Lisa Brito had a homer. She's a huge piece, and I think she's on the verge, or I think she will have her best season in college softball. Big Brito fan. All Big 12 player. I said it. Still salty about that from last year, but Alyssa Brito, big-time player, big fan of her. And then Jada. Yeah, Jada Coleman. Just looked like a star. And you love to see that from someone who's only known how to win ever since she's gotten here. So, like, she doesn't know any different from her time at OU. And, you know, there's no taking 
the offseason easy just because she's won the titles. Like, I don't get that feel from Jada. Jada came out Wednesday and looked like arguably the best player in the sport. And for my money, the best player in the sport. And just one of the more comp- complete players in the Patty Gasso era. And I, I don't want to sit here this entire podcast or the entirety of next season and talk in hyperboles with every player. But what else am I supposed to say, guys? Like, seriously, what am I supposed to say? This is the best program with the best players. Uh, multiple national championships with this team. It's the best program with the best players, with the best coaching staff, and the best recruiting class. And the best fans, of course. You know I love you guys. Like I recognize there's questions with this team, and Patty Gasso would say as much, but compared to the other teams in college softball and some of the other legitimate contenders, not a lot. Not, not, not a lot of questions. I mean, it's hard to be overly critical or even critical at all when all they do is win titles. So call it hyperbole. I just tend to call it dynasty. Get ready for another fun year of OU softball. It's coming. And to those that were there, like how were the final games at Marita Hines Field? My buddy Doug Miles, of course. I loved how people pointed that out on Twitter. I didn't even know Doug was going to the game on Wednesday. And there he is, sitting with the best seat in the house. Kick back, relax, chilling, watching the best softball team in the country. Saw a lot of you posting about it on uh, on Wednesday, which is really cool. But that interesting, right? Like, I, I bet some of you were surprised you found your way back to Marita Hines Field. Maybe you thought last season was going to be your final game at Marita Hines Field, right? But the new era is coming. So enjoy those last few games here with the Battle Series at Marita Hines Field because Patty said uh, last week here on The Ref with Plank that they're on schedule with the stadium. Love to hear that, right? A, a new chapter is coming soon, and it is going to begin with the new ballpark, and it's going to be with the new conference as well. Exciting, exciting times are on the way. Next battle series is uh, coming up on Wednesday, and I'll just be curious to see if these freshmen can replicate the success they had at the plate. Because that's that's it, right? Like We see or have seen already like what they can do. The question is, and the way that you crack into the lineup and make a name for yourself as a true freshman is okay we can see that you can hit the ball out we can see that you can make great defensive plays can you do that consistently can you do that consistently game in and game out series in and series out so I have no doubt that we're going to continue to see big time moments from these freshmen can they do it consistently and that's probably what Patty is telling those four um, going into next Wednesday, he's like, hey, great games. Y- you know, I mean, one of you was the was the MVP from that game on Wednesday. Let's see it again. Replicate it. Do it over and over and over again. Make us keep you out of the lineup. And I think all four are probably going to do a really good job of making Patty put them in the lineup. So, yeah, next Wednesday will be fun. Curious to see the freshmen, like I said, along with what OU gets in the circle. Because you have at least five arms that I think will contribute this year. But what does that order look like? Who is your quote-unquote ace? And I know we spent a lot of time last year trying to figure out who the ace was. And I, I mean, that, that was Jordy Ball at the end of the year when the games mattered most. But Alex Duraco had ace numbers. Nicole May had ace numbers. Maybe this is a staff this year where we look at Kelly Maxwell as your best option. But maybe it's two or three aces like last year. Maybe, maybe it's, a, it's a great poker hand once again. That at any time throughout the week and in any game, Patty Gasso can just throw out a pitcher that would be ace on any other staff in college softball. And, and I think that they're trending 
towards that for sure. But what with what OU gets in the circle against that lineup will be interesting to see. And yeah, to get a better idea of who your shortstop's going to be. I think that's going to absolutely be an ongoing battle throughout the fall. I don't think that that is set in, in any way. But that's that's a big question mark. That's a big position in the sport. That's a lot of leadership to take over. And I think a player like Jada, a player like Kenzie Hansen, a, a, a player like Tiari Jennings, like I think this team will be just fine in the leadership category. And again, not to take away anything from Grace Lyons and her leadership ability. Like I just said, I think that she's towards the top in terms of leadership that she's brought to a team in the Patty Gasso era. But with losing that, leadership, losing that that vocal voice, I think OU's in a position to pick up, you know, kind of, not maybe where they left off, but they'll be fine with Jada, T.R.A., Kinsey, and some other players as well, Riley Boone being one of those. So that's not a concern for me. It's just can you replicate one of the best shortstops that we've seen in college softball in a while? That's the question, right? So there we go. Let's over-evaluate a battle series game, huh? That's what the offseason is for. That's what Wednesday's... Uh, or next Wednesday, I should say, are four. But this team's in a good spot. Um, just really excited. The win streak's there. How how far can they continue that win streak in the next year? And the goal is quite obvious because the goal of this program is uh, go win a national championship. Go win a national championship. And feels like this team is uh, definitely talented enough to to do so. All right, we will talk to you next Friday. Yeah, we will over-evaluate the Battle Series game again next week as well appreciate you joining as always be sure to share the podcast with a friend leave a nice review if you could on the podcast platform of your choice give us five stars all that we'll talk to you though next week right here on the diamond envy podcast